This is a diet of Brussels. Uh, what can we make of the uh, Remain campaign's plans for the future? Uh, we're coming towards the end of this uh, referendum um, and trying to think a little bit about where we go from this. Um, and I think it's useful in this and in the next uh, episode to reflect a bit on uh, what the, the future looks like, you know, what happens as a consequence of our decision. Now, if you want a longer discussion about uh, various aspects in general, uh, you can listen to our episode of A Diet of Cabbage, uh, episode four, which is a more extended uh, kind of look. But I just want to think uh, today about uh, the specific plans that have come out in the last couple of days on both sides. So let's start with uh, Remain. Now, broadly speaking, Remain is saying that if we stay in, uh, then uh, we have something that looks pretty much like the current system. We have this agreement that David Cameron uh, concluded back in March, which allows for the uh, temporary uh, limiting of in-work benefits for migrants, which uh, conceivably might have some uh, small effect on the number of uh, EU nationals coming to the UK. But I think uh, econo economists uh, uh, estimate that actually it will have a fairly minimal uh, kind of impact. The other thing that's come out is uh, claims by some on the left, uh, notably Tom Watson, Deputy Leader of the Labour Party, talking about the need to uh, revisit uh, restrictions on free movement. Now, uh, I've got some severe uh, concerns about this because uh, the right for free movement is a fundamental uh, part of the EU. Uh, and so anything that was uh, an extension of the current limits on that free movement uh, is unlikely, very unlikely indeed, to be acceptable to other uh, countries. However, it's worth pointing out that the, the treaties already do set out a number of limits on free movement. So there are limitations on the grounds of public policy, public security and public health. Um, and that if there is... Um, uh, overriding interests of public, uh, overriding reasons of public interest, such as encouraging recruitment, reducing unemployment, protecting vulnerable workers, averting the risk of seriously undermining sustainability of social security reason, uh, systems, uh, uh, free movement of workers may be restricted by measures proportionate to the legitimate aim pursued. Now, as you can tell from my tone of voice, I'm reading that. I'm reading that from the uh, decision of the European Council back in March. So uh, already uh, under the treaty, under Article 45, the uh, Treaty on the Functioning of the EU, you're allowed to have these limitations. Um, so uh, it's, it's actually a, a bit of a, a red herring uh, that Watson is talking about because a lot of the things that he uh, is talking about already exist and the things that he might also be talking about uh, are simply not going to be uh, acceptable to uh, anything like a majority of member states, let alone all of them, which would be necessary for amending the treaties. Uh, I just want to quickly flip it over, though, because uh, both sides are talking about what it means to, to do the other thing. Um, and George Osborne today has been talking about a, a, a £30 billion black hole uh, and the need for a, an emergency budget if we vote to leave. Uh, Basically, his, his argument is that the, the costs of exit will be very substantial and that this would mean you'd have to put in a, a load of tax rises uh, or spending cuts um, or a mixture of the two. Um, and uh, again, here, I'm, I'm 
bit dubious uh, about this. Uh, on the one hand, if we vote to leave on uh, the 23rd of June, we don't leave the EU. We start the process of leaving the EU. So uh, we don't actually have to uh, change anything because the status quo uh, applies. And at the point at which we do leave, uh, normally that will be with a uh, uh, some kind of agreement with the EU. Now that means that we'll know quite where we are. Uh, that we will have a sense of what the the subsequent arrangements will be, and that there will have been time to have planned uh, not an emergency budget, but some kind of budget. So uh, I would take uh, not just leaves uh, claims, but as you'll hear in the next episode, uh, uh, remains campaigns the other way around. In fact, uh, both of those sets of claims with uh, big pinches of salt. We're in the last days now, and uh, people are going to start saying uh, things that are really not helpful to your understanding of what's going on. So uh, I think we have to be uh, very careful about what's uh, coming uh, in the next few days, but uh, hopefully that gives you a sense of uh, some of the aspects of what the Remain campaign is talking about.